Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Nerd Pro Crow podcast. No real plugs at this uh, intro, so this intro is going to be super short. Just uh, letting you know uh, to if you like this episode, uh, Elia Lucero comes back at Elia Lucero on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. He does a bunch of comics I copped. Uh, we talk a little bit about comics in this, but mostly we talk about all the TV shows that we watched that uh, we haven't been able to talk about on the podcast. There are a couple more episodes. We're going to be doing our Ant-Man and the Wasp review is going up. If not next week, then the following week. Uh, also, a Sorry to Bother You podcast very likely happening, hopefully happening in the next couple of weeks, uh, guests, again, as always, have been postponed because of scheduling things and stuff that was happening in my life. In any event, uh, hit us up on Twitter if you like. If you have opinions, anything, at NerdProCo on Twitter, uh, NerdProCo.com for updates. And, uh, yeah, if uh, we are on iTunes, leave a review on iTunes. If you like this show, please uh, hit subscribe, leave a review, tell everyone you know any way you can. It really does help us out. All right, uh, episode 175 of the NerdProCo podcast. I'm going to you know what? Screw it. I'm going to steal the you made it weird thing. Get into it. See? Don't sue me, Pete Holmes. Power Rangers wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, the second time around. The first time I was drunk and it was awful. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I I feel like it's one of a you know what I did watch rewatch recently. Uh I didn't watch it the first time. Well, no, actually, now that I think about it. I might have been drunk the first time I watched it. I didn't see it in theater. Was uh, Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? Uh, well, I only watched that drunk. I have, I've, I've yet to watch that sober. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's exactly as dumb as you think it's going to be, but it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Like, it's it's actually weirdly better than the first one is. So Of, I, the, of those. I saw the first one in theaters, and it was like one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Yeah, I could have told you that. I was just very upset. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, sort of at least making an attempt to capture the sort of the feel of the 90s cartoon, the second film is much better at that. I mean, you still have Megan Fox's April, April O'Neil, and that's just a mistake. But, oh, uh, God. But, like, the action, like the villain is the Krang, and Bebop and Rocksteady are, are in it, yeah, and it's like... Yeah. It's just, it's dumb, but it's like, it's not any dumber than if you actually go back and watch some of the, 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 the 90s cartoon. It's not any dumber than that. Oh, it was a 90s cartoon meant to, yeah. meant to sell toys. Yeah. So. Uh, so I haven't seen you. How, how are you doing, Elio? Welcome back uh, to the pod, man. We've been, I haven't been here in so long. This is the number one podcast of this apartment. And I, <laughs> it is, it is, best ratings uh, of all the podcasts that come out of here. And I'm really excited and happy to be back. And I've been working extra hard this summer. And so I haven't seen as many things or done as many things. I, have, I, I even stopped buying comics for a bit because I would buy them and not read them yeah. so much that I was like, all right, when I have more time in my life, I'll go back and get trades but I, I just can't just keep buying comics. Just because I, 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 I haven't bought comics at all. It's maybe next month I'll get to buy some trades. It's, oh, there are so many comics that, uh, that I've just like, I know 
have had at least two trades. Uh, I know Invincible is now over, and yeah. I, I want to finish it. Uh, I, I know start it. I, I know Wicked and Divine has had at least two tra- trades come out since yeah. the last one I got, and I was just like, God damn it! Yeah, there should be. We should be due for a saga trade soon, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not caught up. I think the last one I got was seven. Oh, eight uh, came out. I have I, eight. Maybe I have eight. I don't know yet. Um, so there's that. Uh, so let's start uh, going all the way back because we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Because uh, we always, you are like the only person I think I know who also has watched. Watches Age of the Shield. I mean, I kind of watch it as kind of a... It's one of those shows that I watch. I put it on, and I'm not focused in on it anymore. I just put it... I'll put it on when I'm doing something else. I don't. I didn't even watch it, like, when it airs at all. Like, I, I'll wait a couple of days. I could definitely play Two Dots while watching Age of the Shield. Yeah. Which is a silly, you know, app. But uh, the second half of the last season was... Was very disappointing. I think. I think I honestly I think the first half was this. We were discussing off mic about you know. It really set up the show as like a diff sort of. It became its own thing. It was very cool. You saw a lot of like character developments that were also uh, interesting. Uh, some of them better than others. I got really worn out on the whole Mac. And uh, Mac and Yo Yo, Mac and Yo Yo. I just kind of got tired of she them. She loses her arms, man. Yeah. And then she kills the girl that took her arms. Yeah. Uh, also, as far as like quote unquote villains who I just didn't care about at all, uh, the, the, the leftover Hydra people, which is the girl that she killed, part yeah. of the girl. That, I was just like, no. Um, but then it's. A lot of it had to do with the fact is like when they get back from the future, you have to kind of reckon with the fact that okay, Infinity War is coming. This is a show that all the time connects into the the MCU more than any of the other shows. So how are you going to deal with that? And the problem, and they, re- I, I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say they botched it. I will, I will go so far as to say that. What ultimately hurt the show is that, and I might have mentioned this before to you before, like when we, when we were earlier before yeah. the season finale. Yeah, we, that, we we spoke about this. What two? When there was two episodes left? Or one yeah, episode? yeah, yeah. Was it's like, how do you make anything that happens matter? Like that is a big one, and not only that, but with the extreme secrecy, uh, secrecy behind Infinity War. Yeah. Like, how do you write? How do you write Agents of Shield with only a little bit of information? Yeah, and I think they did. I mean, there's been times when, like, I had sort of mixed feelings about them, kind of always sort of power, like powering up Daisy more and more. I liked it. Uh, I, I, and then I it grew on me. Uh, although making her the leader was just dumb. It was dumb. Uh, although I think it's because Clark Gregg just wanted to be done. <laughs> yeah, is he coming back next season? I don't think so. If they, if he is, it's just like, what? Why? They, they they're kill him. They're both on the island now, and they're they're chilling. <laughs> like, what, what kind of island is it? Yeah. Well, when you see that, it's like I mean I don't know if this is just like bad, uh, computer or it could have been completely intentional. 
it doesn't look like they're on a real island at all. No, it looked just like the simulation. The simulation, which yeah. makes you makes me think that they might have ended up on the simulated island instead of a real island. Uh, either so that or they just couldn't afford to actually put them in a real on a real island, so they didn't shoot it on a real island. There's so many ways they can go with it. I mean, like, I mean, they can't go too far back because they did introduce the fact that Thanos was coming in. Yeah, and then they tried to, as a sort of ultimate big bad. They they super juiced up Talbot, who was actually I liked him, kind of liked his like him as a broken character a little yeah. bit. And then when they super power him up, it's just like uh. And they ma- basically made him an all American Zod. Yeah, and it, oh my god! Now that you I didn't even think about it. Now that you say that, it's that's precisely what that was. And it's such a MacGuffin. It it really it really was. And then like having him fight quite like. It was, I feel like it's, it's one of those weird things where there were definitely moments in there. Yeah. Uh, mostly between Fitz and Simmons, I think. Even though, but I, I, I will say that, that all. Got a little tired too. Yeah, all of the rela- relationships on the show got tired. Of tired. I think, you know what? Ultimately, I think the problem. The Tolson and May thing. Yeah. Didn't, didn't feel genuine. No. I think. The problem is, I mean, there there is such it's it's one of those shows that like it is the the show's greatest strength is still its greatest weakness is that it is tied to the MCU because and it means that there are so many things that you could do on the show. Even pulling just from the comics, there's so much stuff you could pull, and they're just not doing. Now, what I really did... Okay, so I enjoyed the way they tied in... What was the character's name? Was it Reyna? I really enjoyed tied in like, yes. her predictions. Yes. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed... I enjoyed all of uh, the, the previous season. All of the Robbie Reyes stuff. All, the, all of the LMD stuff. Um, all of the, the Matrix. Is that what it's called? The framework. It is a good, the framework, yeah. It's the Matrix. Uh. I, 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 enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the framework stuff. I enjoyed the fact that both Fritz and uh, and Mac came back different people from there because of yeah. their experiences there. Yeah. More so than any other character. I will say one thing is that Fitz has got progressively... I, there was an interesting... Like, what he does to da- Daisy is was, hor- was and is horrible. It was but, awesome. But it was also awesome because there, there, because his like break made him like. I think he he was the whole the most interesting character of the whole. And time. also the way he got to the future, that whole episode explaining yes. how he got to the future, like that shit was dope. Yeah, and I was. I mean, it's not a spoiler now because it's been a while. So yeah, I was bummed that they killed Fitz. I um, was I was very upset about that. Yeah, I mean, it, I was upset about that. More than any other reason, because <coughs> of all the characters you could kill. But does that mean that What's-His-Face <laughs> is still there? His grandson is still there? I was wondering about that, too. They did not resolve that at all, of whether he just, like... Well, he said, I just want to go enjoy this world. Yeah. Uh, the other issue I have with killing... O- I mean, it's... I really enjoyed him, though. That character? Yeah. Uh, his name Duke Luke uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duke, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's not Duke. It's something like that. It starts with a D. Um, 
But I will say, like, it's it is also a, even though it's Joss is like an executive producer on it, he's not one of the right. It's such a Whedon thing to yeah. to kill off. To kill off Fitz is such a it's it's he probably caught it. He's like, all right, guys, I don't care what you write about this season. Fitz dies. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but why? Because he's he's this show's wash. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Just stop killing him, man. Yeah. Um. Especially because there's so. I mean, I feel bad saying this, but there's there's at least I can think of at least three characters off the top of my head that you could have offed. Uh, I would. I'm I'm sorry. Matt could have gone. Matt could have gone, and that he's one of them. And Matt could have gone, and I I I feel bad about that because I feel like he more than Yo-Yo. A yo-yo, I have now gotten to the point where I'm just like, whatever. I don't even know why she's there anymore. They kind of, they kind of, when, when, when she saw herself in the future, that was just like, all right, you're taking away all the fun of yo-yo. Yeah. You take her arms just to give her metal arms that work sometimes, and then they don't work for an episode, and the next episode starts, and I'm like, oh, how's yo-yo's arms? Oh, I just recalibrated it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's how you explain fucking... Ma- Mac, I feel bad that I'm just like, yeah, he could have gone because they're... I feel like his character generally, as the show has established him, could be more interesting than he is. Especially this season. Then he's been written. Oh, my God. What, what was that? He was having a conversation with somebody who who's a... Uh, uh, mon- not he's monotheistic, so somebody who was a m- multi-theist, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Somebody who believed in more than one gods, and, and they were talking to him, like, during a fight, like, the gods, and like, well, there's only one god. And I'm like, you shut up. You live in yeah. this, you live in a world with the Avengers. You yeah. live in a world with Thor. There's literally, I... There are many gods. The, the Thor thing always kills me, uh... When uh, and and the Netflix shows have definitely pulled away from this a lot. Oh my god, they barely, they barely they, mention it. They barely mention it anymore. But it's really funny. There's like whenever someone finds something not like, oh yeah, that's unbelievable. It's like Thor. Thor, Thor exists in your in your universe. Loki. Yeah. Loki fucked everything up. I mean, whether you subscribe to whether they're actually gods or not, it just like doesn't make a difference. It's a dude from another planet. It's like, don't you guys remember the age of Ultron? Yeah. Asgard. There are people. There are Asgardians. Not anymore. Yeah. No more Asgard. Yeah, no more Asgard. Uh, and like half of the Asgardians are gone. Although, have you, do you follow Tessa Thompson on Twitter? I Did you? do, but I haven't been on Twitter. Okay. Uh, there was a whole, there's a whole running joke that apparently like, I, I, I didn't get exactly what it was, but apparently like she's like... Somehow a goat in Wakanda now is like a literal goat, not like G O A T, the abbreviation. You. Just like she's just a goat. What happened to what happened to Valkyrie? Yeah. What, what happened to her at the end of Ragnarok? I'm trying to remember. Did she go in the ship with them or did she leave? They're all. It's it's a weird disconnect between the end of Ragnarok and the beginning of Infinity War because technically they're all on the same ship. That's so what I thought this whole time. Yeah, so unless someone she might have left during the attack or something. Yeah. Uh the fear the the running fan uh, you know fan theory is because uh you don't actually see her her like dead body that she's it's probable that she's not dead. Listen. 
these rules apply in Marvel. This applies in Game of Thrones. Yep. This applies uh, at True Blood. Yep. If you don't see them physically die a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely coming back. Yeah, they're definitely coming back. And if you see them physically die a lot, they still might come there's back. Still a, there's still like a 50-50% chance they're going to come back anyway. You know, like, yeah. Is Hemdog coming back? Probably not. Probably is not. Loki coming back? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. You know? Um, is, uh, what's her name, Gamora coming back? Back. Most likely. Most likely, yeah. Uh, Although I'm okay with her dying. Yeah, I'm okay with her dying too. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like that, the, the finale of Age of the Shield. Because it's like, now you, you just got to get rid of Talbot. And the way they get rid of Talbot is such like a, a, like a cop-out. So she just space. punches him into space, really? Well, that way she, she doesn't kill him. Yeah. You know, they're always trying to play this fine line of like yeah. defeating a character without killing them. Yeah, and also yeah. there is... That makes you yo-yo. The, the aliens in this are just like, they call them the Confederacy, and I'm just like, so we've never heard of them before. We've never seen them before. Why do we care they even exist? Like... Okay. If they're supposed to be important, like we would have. Do they exist in in the Guardians of the Galaxy realm? That's the thing. We've never heard anything about them. They're so the, what are they? The Sakar? Is, is that what they call them? They're the Kree? they're not they're, the Kree, right? They're supposedly supposed to be a group of different aliens. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the blue ones. Uh, that includes the Kree. Okay, they're the Kree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then there were a couple. Uh, I mean, I always love to see Tony Todd, but it's like that. That whole it's like we just need an alien something or like all of this stuff in this season just seemed like we need a something. Well, the Confederacy. So also, also the sidebar. Yeah. the Confederacy really. Well, <laughs> we want them to be evil, Jamie. That we call them the <laughs> yeah, <Confederates. laughs> yeah. But um, the Confederacy. It's like, ooh, but they're led by a black guy. He's an alien. It's not yeah. Right. So the idea that they go to planets that are about to be consumed by Thanos and blackmail them, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. They're like pirates. We, again, uh, one of those things is just like, this could have been a good... There's, there was so much stuff in that last season that was just like, this could have been good. Well, yeah, I, Definitely, when they were in in the in the alternate future, I enjoyed it more. When they came back, I just felt like they were just trying to fill episodes. Yeah. You know, like so. There's that whole episode. Oh, so we opened this thing, and because of that, we have to all fight our fears. I'm like, yeah, okay. okay. You know, Is that it, an angel episode. I'm pretty sure. Is that yeah. A Buffy episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like it's every. Episode, oh, oh my God! Every that show has the fight. I, your you know what? Episode. It's funny. I think in that episode, I might have been actually, like, live-tweeting that episode because I was still, like, watching them when they yeah. aired. I think I might have literally said, as like, this is an episode of Buffy. I could I, I, and I might I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I might have even cited what episode. I was like, I remember seeing this exact same episode in, like, season yeah. four or five. I was like, where's the cheese man? It's like the cheese man, you know, I, where I they re- all dream I about remember, it. I remember an episode, I, I believe... I remember an episode of Transformers where, the, <laughs> where, they, where they have to fight their fears. Do you know what, honestly, it was? Uh, what I think two things really messed up that last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
The first. Let's do the last half of it. I want to. Yeah, do. the last half. The first was uh, that Infinity War was coming out. There's the, a lot they can't do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot they can't do because of that. The second, which I think they were hoping they'd be able to lean on more, was that the was that Inhumans was so god awful, and now they're all now they're just trying to pretend like it never happened. So. I think they were. I think if Inhumans had been a better show and done better, you would have seen Agents of Shield tie more into that. I think that's what they were banking on, and they just couldn't. And by far the worst MCU property ever made on any on any coast on any network, which was a bummer. Yeah, and now, like I said, because as far as like Infinity War is concerned, it's like oh, that's a big little plot point that everyone at marvel is just 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 it's like what someone's uh what i thought was like what someone what someone says something horrible at a party and just everyone just pretends like they never like they didn't hear it like that's what inhumans is for the mcu we're just gonna pretend like that show never happened so all these inhumans are somewhere in hawaii there's a way to bring them back the characters not the show yeah there's a way you can do it there's a way you can get black bolt back yeah i mean because He's, his power is so great. Like, they could have used him during that fight. Yeah. If I got, that's what I would, uh, in Age of the Shield and also even in Infinity War, I was just like, oh. I don't think Daisy could have done much there. No. There's one. There's one dude. Yeah. I also think it was a massive mistake because, you know, in, in humans, like, if you looked at that original tract, yeah. it was supposed to be a movie. Uh, and then I don't know what made them decide they wanted to do it as a show. I mean, they did it as a show and the theater release of the, like, the first oh, I, I, yeah, I did premiere it. episode. And I was just like, this seems like a miscalculation. And it, and it was. It was a huge miscalculation. It was, it was poorly, it was poorly made. You cut Medusa's hair off in the second episode. Yeah. For what? So you don't have to deal with the CGI budget? Yeah. I mean, there were some cool characters in there and they could have done more with them the writing wasn't so awful the premise was really bad as well i mean no the premise wasn't bad a it was no no, no no you know what's a funny civil war on the moon that makes perfect sense like the premise of inhumans from the comic books the way the inhumans have been i mean it's like any of this the comics it's been up and down whether it's been good or not but there's been some great inhuman stories including the the Black Bolt, you know, solo series. Oh, man. The, the Salomon had... Uh, what's his name called? Uh, the writer dr- of that. It's Salomon... Yeah, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on his name, too. Hadeen, is it? Salomon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that... Like, there's great. so much good stuff to pull from. And also just that... Because that, that first season of... That only season of Inhumans, that story is actually from the comic books. It's like they're... St- "Quote unquote origin story, kind yeah. of, but it was just executed terribly. And what they're gonna do in that concentration camp in Hawaii? Yeah, it's basically what they're in. Yeah. And how long are they gonna stay there before they say no? We gotta leave. Yeah. How many of them are powered? You know. Yeah. And some of them just gotta be exposed to the to the what should we call it? The Terrigan mists. Yeah. Which I also feel like is a thing that they. It's such a big, become such a big part of, like, the modern, like, 616 universe 
the Terrigen Mist. Like it was basically the. That's how you get mosaic. Yeah, the uh, the basically the instigation for uh, even though it wasn't that great, uh, X Men versus Inhumans. Uh, parts of that were really interesting, uh, but as a whole, that event was just like yeah, I didn't whatever. Read that one. Yeah. After I learned my lesson after X Men versus Avengers. Yeah. There, are p- but it's the whole point. But the whole point of that was also we don't have we don't have the rights. Uh, like, let's shy. That's when Marvel was trying to do a push to shy away from the X Men before they brought them all back with the glue with the with the Rainbow X Men. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Terrigen Miss. I think were, I think they there was in humans. It was like one of those things. It was like here's all these stuff we were hoping. They yeah. were hoping to, you know, integrate into the larger MCU and stuff and make it more significant. And then the show was terrible and did horrible. And then they just now have pretended it doesn't exist. Uh, onto a much better Marvel show. Wait, but they can bring. I, you gotta, you gotta. Okay. You gotta bring them back, man. You got, you gotta find a way to bring back Black Bolt. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta find a way to bring them back. I don't care about all of them. Black Bolt definitely. Yeah. I, um. And and lockjaw for the for shits and giggles. Lockjaw, uh, they're they're like I would say, even though some of that casting was terrible, um, you could always recast them because they they do that all the time. Uh, the central main like royal Inhumans, yeah, are actually like could be interesting characters. Uh, the relationship between Black Bolt and Medusa is actually a really interesting relationship that, like, again, was in the show. It was just executed terribly. No, but this show wrote every woman wrong. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I haven't looked it up, but I wouldn't be surprised to find out there was just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Cause it wouldn't like, surprise me either. Did, I mean, you know, like, Ramsey goes on. Ramsey Bolton <laughs> goes on this big because he, that is who he is for the rest of his goddamn life. That's who he played in that show. Yep, uh, that's a, that's who he, that's hilarious. Yeah, he was still playing Ramsey Bolton even that, though he was whatever the hell his the, actually one hundred percent. Yeah, so he goes, you know, like, and I mentioned this on the show before. It's like uh, he goes on this long monologue to Medusa to tell her. Why, like, he feels slighted and why he's taking this and why she should go with him. And then all she says is, never, get off me. Like, you would think a queen would have more words to say. Yeah. I understand Black Bolt doesn't. Yeah. But, like, she does. Also, just, like, again, like, from the comic books, like, Medusa is such a, can be such a badass character as far as, like, you know, her relationships, everything else. Uh... Some of those other characters, uh, not Karnak, is a his power is. That's the guy that who who's, who pro- sees all probabilities. Could see like the vulnerabilities in any situation. Like yeah. yeah, he's like the ultimate strategist. That's really like good. his power. He was really good. I hate it when during that episode where they took away his powers. It's like wow. yeah, give it back. Yeah, stupid. Uh, also really like that actor. Like there, he was th- great and lost. I met yeah. Him. He's friends with Sean Randall. I met him at the Bowery Poetry Club once. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was like right after he was in Lost, uh, he came in to the Bowery one day, and I was just like, oh, Sean. He was like, yeah, that's my friend. He's an actor. 
Oh, oh yeah, because there's a. Uh, I think he's yes, because I think he's from New York originally. Yeah, he's a New York theater. Yeah, guy. yeah, that's because there's a lot of there's so much overlap. I forget. Uh, I don't know if we had this conversation, but there was. Uh, no, we didn't because I was talking to Rico about this. The guy who's now on. Oh God, is it Timeless? Oh yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm. Malcolm Barry. Yeah, no, I, he's I, cool. I, I didn't even because I don't. I don't really watch. Timeless, and there's a cup. There's been a couple t- uh, like sci-fi shows that he's been on. Yeah, Malcolm, and I totally did. I was like, uh, I uh, sadly, I mean, we don't need to talk about this, but uh, it, it was on Nerdist. Uh, what was on Nerdist? Uh, Malcolm. He was a oh, Malcolm Barrett was a guest, and he, he started to talk about like he used to do poetry, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't place like his. I did, I didn't process like his name, and then I looked at, it, I was like. That's the guy who co-founded Swaps. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I've met him. I've met him. Well, I've worked a number of times. Like, yeah, I've hung out with Malcolm. I was, I was like, like, oh the, shit. I, I wouldn't call him musical director or just DJ, but something in between. I was like the music person for Swap for for two runs, I think. Or yeah, plus a summer run. Um, and I mean, I did. I worked with them out of uh, this little theater. Uh, in uh, like in the theater district, and I also worked with them out of Nuyo, and I think maybe one more place. But no, I I worked with these guys for a bit, and Malcolm would introduce every show, and yeah, Malcolm Barrett was so cool. I mean, yeah, he still he, is. He's magic, I, and I don't know why like the name didn't like until like he started to talk about that. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's a swap dude, yeah. <laughs> swap dude. I've totally like I've spent time with that. <laughs> One time after we rapped, we went uh, to eat and drink somewhere and celebrate. And he just, I'm, I'm like ahead of him on the street. And he just goes, Eliel, stay right there and don't move, okay? I'm like, all right, Malcolm. And he jumped over me. <laughs> he jumped over me. And I had no idea what he was going to do. It was, a, it was an exhilarating moment. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was a weird side tangent. Um, but yeah, so Inhumans, I mean... Listen, just the thing about and, and what I want the MCU to do, the thing about it is that they're building. They're constantly building. Yeah. And every movie doesn't need to be connected to each other. Although, <coughs> excuse me, because sometimes what I do in Brooklyn isn't connected to what you do in Brooklyn, but we're still both in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so really, they can work around a lot of things. They can say why the humans weren't there. They were never time specific with the Inhumans. Yeah, that's so also that's, true. You know, they. Uh, I'm really watching. I'm I'm digging Cloak and Dagger right now, and I can't figure out the exact year that it is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen once. I've seen s- cell phones, but not like a super smart. Actually, I did anyway. So that that brings us to Cloak and Dagger, which is Cloak and Dagger is fire. C- completely on the other side of the spectrum, as that you know what you know what almost like makes that better. Because we were talking also about this off mic, is that I think we both went into watching that show expecting nothing. I was expecting it even to be bad. I was expecting, you know, I was expecting something closer to uh, The Runaways. Yeah. Which wasn't bad. Which wasn't bad. It wasn't great. And it also, Runaways really specifically wasn't targeted towards us, really. No. But it's still MCU contained. Although there was no evidence of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and neither... N- Cloak and Dagger so far, there's no evidence as well. 
But except it, for Roxon, which sort of ties it to the Rox, Netflix universe. Roxon ties it to to Jessica Jones. Yeah. And Luke Cage. Uh, Roxon ties it to a lot of things. Yeah. So they're still, and and that's and they're doing it right if that's the case because Roxon is a big conglomerate and not necessarily a small company that can just exist on one coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. If Roxon has to be that big, where where you don't like. Where you don't see the crossovers and the shady shit that they're doing. Uh, that being said, it's just the heart in the show took me by surprise. Yeah. The like right off the bat too, like yeah, like they're, the way they write. I almost feel like there's two writers' rooms: one for cloak, one for dagger. Yeah. And. Or Tandy and uh, Tyrone. Tyrone, yeah, Tandy and Tyrone. And there's two separate writers' room, and they the writers' rooms come together just when whenever the characters meet. Yeah, it feels because it feels almost like two different shows. Two different shows, and and the fact that uh, just and it, it also fits into like kind of who the character is their mythos, is yeah. and also almost there. I mean. Initially, they were really, and I don't mean this uh, in race terms, I mean in just literal color esteem, they were really leaning hard on the black-white thing. Yes. Uh, And I mean, like, just literally everything. The comic, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, it's just like, you know, they, they stopped really leaning on that, and yeah, there's... They speak about it when it's relevant, and when it's not relevant, they just exist. yeah. And also, it's it. Uh, I because I don't remember because I wasn't a big fan of Cloak and Dagger as a comic book. Yeah. Uh, I also think that whenever you have two characters like they're they're essentially C list Marvel characters. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I feel like that gives you kind of a freedom to do really interesting things with them. Yeah. Because not. Because even even though they're they're Marvel characters, they don't have a giant fan base from the comic books. They don't have a huge like there. I don't think there's anything you could do with the characters on the show uh, that would make anybody super pissed from the conference. I totally understand with that. And people that get super pissed, I I super hate them. Yeah. Because it's just like it's a TV show. TV shows. I mean, there 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 are definitely TV shows where they adapt stuff, and it's it's. I think they, uh, they. I understand that a TV show is a different thing. It definitely is. But but there but there but there is shows that I think have that take have taken that too far. Uh, cough cough preacher, but. But that being said, I will say I didn't read Preacher, though, though. the one thing that I think that just as a, a tiny side note, I have not caught up on season three, uh, just because I refuse, I Preacher? can't, yeah, I oh, can't, I can't watch that show live anymore because it it it, it irritates me too much. Uh, I don't even find Preacher that exciting anymore. Like, no, I watch it and enjoy it, but not love it. There, there, I mean. I've said this before, but my huge problem with Preacher is uh, either adapt the comic parts of the comic book or don't. They're the whole first season they just decided was like a prequel to the comic book. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't adapt the comic like at all except in tone. Yeah, because like, like, the comic book starts with the town blowing up, right? Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, when Seth, Seth Rogen like explained that, I was like, okay, I can forgive the first the first season. Then I really enjoyed the first season. Yeah, uh, and also the three leads are still they're carrying that whole show. Yeah, I mean, like they're very charismatic. Wonderful, yeah. The beautiful. the problem is that in the second season, I was like, okay, maybe they'll adapt some of the stuff from like comic book, and they did, but. It's just the stuff that they choose to adapt and the stuff they choose not to seems so aggressively arbitrary. And there's also story elements that they did in the second season that are not from the comic books at all that just seem like... This just seems like a dumb narrative choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from whether you're adapting the comic... I've given up on that for that show. Uh, it still hurts me because I loved the comic book, but I've given up on that for the show. But it's just like there were just certain things that they did in the second season. Was like this is just a really dumb narrative choice. I'm I'm in the middle of the second season right now, and I say in the middle because I've been in the middle of it for the last maybe three months. Yeah, because I just got bored and started watching something else. Yeah, and I don't have as much time as I used to. Um, that being said, but eventually, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, like. I, when I watch it, I still think it's better TV than, like, this last season of Walking Dead. I stopped watching Walking Dead I gave seasons up this, ago. I gave up I gave up at the second episode of the, this last season. I was like, I, yeah. I, I, will, I will get to my huge thing that I want to yell about uh, about AMC in a minute. Um, I gave up on Westworld, I think. I might go back. but I uh, I Go back. It's... It pays off at the end. Oh, there's a lot of slog for a good payoff. There's a little, there's yeah, there's there's some slog for a couple episodes for a real. The last couple of episodes make that slog like, oh, you mean all of this ties together? Well, even the samurai one, because I felt like that was just a MacGuffin of an episode. It was, yeah, it definitely was. It was like we want to do something cool, but uh, to, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Ugh. Because I think I think I I think Dan and I might be doing an entire Westworld season two like podcast. Okay. Uh, but uh, Cloak and Dagger, yeah. Also, that a lot like the Netflix shows, uh, especially Luke Cage more than anything else. Uh, the the city that they're in is also a character. Like New Orleans is is de- there's definitely no, like one hundred percent. I'm I was just trying to quantify that Luke Cage more than anything else. Uh Luke Cage where the neighborhood Harlem, sit- yeah. Uh uh second have you watched the second season? Not yet. Uh, I saw the first two episodes. And second season second them. season the two characters are as far as city are Harlem and this immediate neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> because half of the season takes place two blocks from here. Uh, from here? Yeah. Oh. At, it takes place at, at uh, Gladys. Oh, because they don't call it Gladys, but it's 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 the. So it's because the other dude is from Brooklyn. The the dude he's fighting. Yeah. So Harlem versus Brooklyn. Oh, uh, yeah, and, the and dude, right? What's his name? Bushmills. <laughs> Bushkills. Bushmaster. Bushmaster, but but okay. but yes. Uh, it uh, it's if you haven't watched, it's it's much better than season one. I've heard a lot of bad things about it, and I, that's not going to stop me from watching it. Yeah, like I don't know what I don't know about like, the bad things where it's uh, it's it takes all the things that were problems with season one and fixes them. Okay, I just think like really MCU. There's no urgency after after Infinity War. There's just no urgency. That's that's I true. I I don't know. Like I can't bring myself. I mean, I'm enjoying Cloak and Dagger, but Luke Cage. I'm like, where were you, dude? Why weren't you helping? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
But like back back, back to Cloak and Dagger. Uh, they're t- also as far as like actors, the two leads are amazing. I think they're really wonderful. Uh, like I said again, I really love everything they do with each one's backstory and how separate they yeah they keep it. But how how it it seems like whoever's writing it is really in tuned with uh the life that a person that a black that that a teenage black boy yeah who goes to an old white school whose son was killed by a cop who you know like the whole thing yeah like it just and also kind of it's really it's it's good writing and also like reversing the sort of the the tired like paradigm of like well no we're gonna have you know the the, the, the white black girl be the good, uh, the good girl that makes the bad black boy be good. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's basically like the the tired like the 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 trope. the trope would be to have the you know the black teenager be the the character who is like oh he's from the hood which he isn't. No, he's clearly <laughs> for a bit, but not no more. Not yeah, for a yeah. While. And just like to take that and be like. To kind of like switch those those up. Yeah, uh, I've cried several times. I haven't cried, but there's def like there's. Well, I lost you know I lost my brother too, so that whole losing brother stuff. Whenever th- an episode or a scene leans in hard on that, yeah, like I get choked up. Yeah, I I I mean I will say that like I, I haven't necessarily cried, but there's. I mean, just generally speaking, what we've been saying is that the show is much better than we thought it would be. There's definitely been moments where it's like, this is much more poignant and emotionally affecting yeah. than I ever expected it to be. That last episode, I knew they were going to get that man. I knew he was going to wake up, right? But yeah. I like So the episode before that, when she touches him and she sees stuff, I was like, oh, Tanti's going to get this guy to wake up and it's going to be some dope shit. All right, cool, I'm down. Yeah. But then when she didn't do it on her own, I was like, oh, man, maybe he's stuck in there. And I was like, no, he is not a C-list, uh, like, just, you know, like any type of Asian dude that we're just going to have in the background. Yeah. He's an actor. He's going to take a job because he's going he's gonna to flex. Yeah. Right? So I was like, all right, he has to come. We need to, Something's going to happen with him. Yeah. He can't just be catatonic. You're not going to hire some, uh, an actor that good just to be catatonic. Yeah. yeah. Right? So when, when they partnered up together and I was like, they took all episode to do it. Yeah. And it was a little frustrating, except with the part where it wasn't. Yeah. But the payoff was good because yeah. it, felt, it felt earned. It felt deserved. It felt like they they did it. They went through the motions. You know what also kind of killed me is just uh, the the moment where she picks up and she talks to her dad. Oh, my God. And she, she decides to stay. Oh, my and God. And then when he comes back... And it's she's been, just like, she's like whatever. Thro- learned how to like throw her dad. Throwing like, her daggers. <laughs> yeah. She's throwing her daggers at the bad people. So I was not caught up, and, and nor am I yet, but I was not caught up on, um, what's the name of that show? Legion. Okay. So here's another example, because they, that, that episode, the last episode of Cloak and Dagger, where they go into the guy's mind. Reminded me a lot of Legion. Well, not a lot, but like it's a, it, it, it doesn't even have to be legion, right? It's a trope, right? It's yeah. a trope. Somebody's stuck. You have to go in. You got to help them solve something to get them out. Yeah, it's happened in many shows, right? Of course, it happened in Legion this last season when he uh, so the monk every, has everybody chattering, cha 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 with the yeah. thief, 
And did you see Legion season two? I, uh, I, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So, and then I, that was the other show that I wanted. Now that you, uh, like I'd forgotten, and now that you brought it up, I was like, that's the other thing we have to discuss. I'm not terribly <laughs> caught up, and apparently okay. it's not getting renewed. But uh, yeah, okay. So if you're not caught up, the the, the season finale is pretty dope. So there was there was like I I'm into it. I just need time to watch it, and that's a show I can't binge. I gotta like. Watch you gotta episode, sit. Yeah, you kind of gotta sit. And then watch something else so I don't go crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. one day I, I watched three I know exactly. in a row, yeah. and I was like, "Am I? Am I what, seeing this? What, what is reality? What is happening?" But um, so there's the episode. Uh, these two I did watch back to back. So there's the episode where he starts waking people up from the crew. Yeah. Right. And it usually takes like a segment. Really. Yeah. Like before before the next commercial break, this person might be up. But then there's one episode where he's on the continuous loop of the life of his girlfriend. The Sid episode. That's yeah. the best episode this entire season. Right. The one that focuses on Sid is he amazing. Just, he has to keep trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. He's going through the scope of her life and she's like in her 20s. Cloak and Dagger did that with about a minute and 49 seconds or two minutes of time with each loop. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's the same, same premise, same kind of episode. You know, they have to figure it out, and they have to keep doing it until they figure it out. Yeah. You know? And then they figured, and I mean, it's happened, I want to say it's happened in Angel 2, <laughs> or Buffy. I, I'm, I'm sure there was a, a loop episode, or what people like to call a Groundhog's Day episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, or when they got to go into the mind of somebody. Uh, let me see. Is there a point in Angel where they have to go into his mind? And Yes, yes. When they have to convince him that he's happy so he can lose his soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that episode is kind of like that because they have to go in and do and paint the they scenario. Go through his, and they go through his past. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's, there's other shows with, with better examples, I'm pretty sure. But, but this is a trope. It happens all the time. And what separates a good show from a bad show is whether you can take the trope and give it a new feel and execute it in a way where it doesn't feel reused. It doesn't feel reused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the same week, I saw the Legion and the Cloak and Dagger episode. Nice. And it didn't, and like, you know, until talking to you, like, I connect them. It, they didn't, neither of them felt like, but they did the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, I also really enjoy, I've, I didn't, Think I, although I'm still kind of suspicious of her, I think it's really interesting. His like girlfriend and his girlfriend's mom, aunt, Tyrone's girlfriend, Tyrone's girlfriend and her aunt, yeah, uh, who is a voodoo voodoo pr- priestess, yeah. yeah. I I feel like there's some weird going on there. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it feels good. Like she yeah. carved them out in all black. Yeah, right. That was dope. Um, she helped him take his first like uh, vision quest. Let's call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack of a better term. Um, you know that's his girl. He has feelings for her, but eventually she's not going to be with him. Yeah. And the aunt is saying it, and I like the way they interweave it. Um, you know, because that could have all been shot like just in like thirty minutes. The just the aunt, but then they they still found a way to interweave it. It's it's a way of further using Norleans as a. As a character, yeah, you bring in you bring you bring that in you bring the voodoo and the 
rich, amazing culture that they have. Yeah. They bring in the the um the Mardi Gras Indians and the rich, amazing culture that they have. Yeah. Just the way when he took his son to the big chief and I'm looking for big chief and they like oh my god, it was just it was amazing. Like I there, cried there, at that. There, there are so many things in the show. Uh I mean it jumps out to me that stuff, the way, you know, all the cultural stuff from New Orleans, the way the show addresses race and it doesn't feel because there are times when you're when you can be watching that where uh, and not just race, but just any of those, like if you're dealing with like a social issue or anything where yeah. it just feels like they're hammering it yeah. and it doesn't feel like they're hammering like it. No PSA, man. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, I'm, I myself, and like, I've always been very interested in New Orleans culture. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a lot of the stuff from the island and where my parents are from Dominican Republic has a lot to do with the forming of New Orleans because of Haitian and the Haitian revolution and all the people that moved to New Orleans because of that. Cause it was the closest friends that they could find at the time. And anyway, I read too many Anne Rice novels, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, <laughs> So, um, so like, I'm really into it. And, like, when I saw that, I don't remember, besides Treme, which yeah. obviously, besides Treme, I don't remember another show that even introduced or showed a glimpse of, of Mardi Gras Indian culture. Yeah. Because it's, it's amazing how far it goes back. Yeah. And how intricate and how, and the, and how beautiful the practices are. And the fact that that might be, where, or that is, spoiler, but where he's going to get his cloak from. Like, yeah, it's ah oh, that touched me. That really did, man. It really did. I I thought it was really interesting. Like, whenever they use their like, they've established that you know Tandy can tap into people's hopes. Yeah, and that Tyrone can tap into pe- people's fears. There have been times where I've just like out loud that this most recent episode, especially. Yeah. Uh, but in like some of the previous episodes, it was like, that's so fucked up. I can't it's believe so they're scary. actually showing that right now. It's so scary, man. Yeah. When, when, the, when he took the drugs from that other kid and he had the red backpack and then he just heard the guy singing the song and the kid trying to run away. He just kept, he kept closing and holding the doors. Oh I got, <laughs> oh no. You know what? The one that caught me when Tandy touched the rock song exec. The yeah. big rocks on dude. Well, he was. Oh, the that player. was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you see him just like taking money. the money out of the dead dudes. Oh my god. Oh my just god. Happy as pie. Just happy as rain. That was what killed oh. me. That's what killed me because that's that's the hopes. So His hopes is picking the money off of the dead, dead people. I was like, that's so. That was the one that was just like, that's so fucked up. I want to. I want to break the fourth wall here and talk directly to the audience. <laughs> We have spoiled a lot of the first maybe six, seven episodes of Golden yeah. Dagger. <laughs> yeah. There are way more to come. There's This really hasn't spoiled anything. You can really watch it and still feel an awe and surprise because there's no way we and can And they're, they're on Hulu, right? Happening. They are on Hulu it, and you can get them um, freeform on demand. And that includes the, the Sling app. I watch it on Sling as opposed to Hulu because I don't pay the extra money to get no commercials. Right, right, right. Sling right. has less commercials than Hulu. If you pay, I will say, because I have watched it on the version of Hulu without the commercials. Yeah. It definitely helps. It moves along well? It moves along without the commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you still have the commercial dividers, but it's just like. Oh, it still stops and starts? 
A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. It goes black and then it comes back, but yeah. it, it actually run like I binged last night the last like three or four episodes. Okay. So, so and it. Uh, you didn't even know we were gonna talk about this, but you did. No, 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 I did. That's why. I, that's why I binged. <laughs> last night I, I watched uh, Thursday's episode because I wait because I since I since I don't catch it live, Fobs, uh, I have to catch it on Friday. Yeah. So like last night I waited. My partner Casey isn't caught up and. You know, like we, we can't watch enough, as many things together anymore. So I have to tell her, oh, watch this. So now, yeah. so now uh, I waited for her to fall asleep and then I played it. <laughs> I mean, I, the reason why I say, like, check it out on Hulu uh, is because a lot more people have Hulu and Freeform is one of those channels. It's just kind of like nebulous. Not everybody knows what apparently, channel it. Apparently, it's, it's, it's doing big things because. I am not a watcher of Grownish, although like I've I've tried to go back several times and yeah. I think one day when I have way more time in my hands I'm gonna do it. Yeah. But everybody who's been watching Grownish is just raving about it. They're they have a couple of shows. They're they're like original content shows. Oh, what was the Kyle X no wait, there's one about a guy who and I watched a few episodes and it was really good and I don't know why I never continued it. Yeah. But it was a show Uh The Bold Type. Is also I another. I tried the bull type, but the commercials look great. Bull type is. Uh, so that's what I see when I watch Sling. I wa- I see other uh, freeform commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. They they have a slate of shows that are just like, this is a lot more ambitious than I th- thought it was. G- I I feel like it's it, it freeform as a channel is kind of like. Cloak and Dagger as a show is. Yeah. It's just like, this is way better and more ambitious than I thought this was going to be. Well, you know, usually when Disney, whenever Disney tries to do, like, you know, they did Disney Max. I think that's what Freeform was either Disney Max. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah. ABC Family and then they absorbed it because they Something like that, yeah. So they've always had, like, they've always had, when whenever Disney has done, like, a teenage channel uh, and ABC Family is one of them, they've always had some good shows. Yeah. They they actually have. I mean, everybody j- jokes about Disney and shits on Disney for being Disney. Yeah. But Disney has always been solid with content. Yeah. It, it's interesting because what I think teenage shows and Disney, I think I was... The, the thing that, that surprised me, especially about Cloak & Dagger, is there's a lot of stuff on there that'll just like... Like, the, the level of violence, the level of like... Yeah. Just everything on the show. Where I was just like, I was not expecting... This, yeah, you know, I was expecting so much stuff, others, so much of it to be more toned down than it is. Yeah, and there's like, oh yeah, they're they're just even from that first episode, it's just like, Whoa. oh shit, they're just going in. On yeah, this. I was like, okay, I wasn't ready, but okay, let's go. Yeah, uh, so I we did. We, I'm very excited to continue watching. Yeah, just we we did talk about a little bit about Legion. I know you haven't watched the whole thing. We'll have to come back to it when you watch the, the whole thing. episode. Was the last one I watched. Uh, aside from the finale, uh, the sit episode I think is one of the best episodes of the season. If okay. if 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 not possibly the show, if for no other reason than it really uh, gives you a view into Sid as a character. There are so many things in that episode that it, you know. Because she, even even though he's in her mind, she's the focus of that episode. Yeah. And there's so much stuff. Like, the thing in that episode that really, like, 
jumped out at me and really kind of caught me it, and like like affected me emotionally was when she slept with her mom's no 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 it wasn't that it wasn't that when she beat up the girls no it's it's what yeah it's none of those things <laughs> i see what you're doing um no oh, those those two things were like i was just both of them i was just like <gasps> yeah uh although i will say that that did you do kind of start to do what David was doing? It was, it was just like, oh no, it's it's that. So what I thought it thought it was, which is like he's trying to find like her like defining moment or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was when she was in the the mosh pit, and everyone is touching her. Mm. Uh, and that that scene in particular, like that's the scene that like because if is she's both everyone and no one. Yeah. And the most, like, the reason why, and I, I realize it's like, okay, this is this is a personal thing too. Yeah, yeah. Is like, that's the space where you can, you are most sort of rec- recognized and you are in, like, you belong. Yeah. But also you're the most anonymous, like, simultaneously. Okay. And that's what made me think, like, in that moment, it was just like, that that's kind of, like, the central thing of her... It turns out that it's it wasn't that either. I, I can't even remember what what the central thing was. Uh, it was just him telling her that he loves her. It wasn't even that. No, I remember it was some... It was actually one of the actual moments was... It was, like, a combination of one of the moments and, like... Uh, no, he was like, I don't care what fucked up thing you, you do, I'm down to ride for you. That's kind of basically what he yeah, was. but it, uh, and I think her her point was also it's just like it's it's you keep looking for the one moment and it's it's not any one of these things yeah. it's 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 one of them and it's also all of them which I also think it's kind of a theme of the whole when he spoke show. to the little girl she was like that's cheating <laughs> yeah was, oh man okay you need to I didn't know that you hadn't finished the season and that's no, uh, I'll fin- yeah I'll finish it you you should uh. Just working, working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why some of the other stuff I haven't caught up on. Uh, the one thing I will yell at, yell about, even though I know I think uh, I know you don't watch this show, but I have to yell about it some more. Is it is because Walking Dead has fallen off. Fear the Walking Dead. Fear it. Nope. 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 Into the Badlands. Okay, I'm not caught up. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I'm not caught up. I just uh, have La- Latoya Morgan has been writing, has wrote the last like handful of episodes of the third season. Yeah, it is the best writing the show has ever had. Uh, which right after like the season finale of Into the Badlands aired, AMC like posted an announcement that she's in a development deal with them to like produce show produce more shows for them. I just uh, I just recently saw the main character in a movie. The what's his name? Um, Sonny, Daniel yeah, Daniel Wu. Daniel Wu. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie? It was. It was. I think I liked it. It's it's interesting because the reason why I'm yelling about this is because season three has been. Don't give it away, man. I'm not. I'm not giving away away anything. I will say it's been the. It the show has gotten progressively better. Is 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 uh, is what's his face still in it? Nick Frost. Yeah, yeah. Nick Frost is still. All right. In it. Good. Uh, I'm glad that you know when I say what's his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
the writing has gotten better. The the actors have gotten better. Louis Tan is in season three. Louis <laughs> um, Tan is in season. What's he doing? He plays this uh, character named Gaius, who actually has a connection to the widow from okay. from her childhood. Okay. Uh, and yeah, there's so many stuff, so much stuff that has been better in season three, and it is the show on AMC that is. I feel like AMC because you know. Walking Dead is their cash cow, and Preacher they promote the hell out of, and they they don't promote Into the Badlands enough. And I think Into the Badlands is the sh- is one of the shows on AMC that if they actually put the effort into it, yeah. Uh, in fact, Daniel the, the, the star, Daniel the star, uh, which is like, hey, so if you are a fan of this show, encourage AMC to promote it more because even he was just like, they don't promote this enough. They don't have any merchandise out. When it came out, when 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 the first season came out on Netflix is when I found out about the show. Yeah, and that was a whole season. There's, I. Uh, it is also a show that in engenders like cult status. Did it like? He's like, there's also no merchandise for this show, and it was like, and he was like, hey, fans of the show. If I wanna, I wanna if you pushed AMC to like put out some merchandise, would you guys buy it? And like. The response was like it was like small, but the people were just like, "If you release any merchandise, we will buy all of the things." I'm one of those people. If you doesn't have a Funko vinyl pop, doesn't have anything. There's no merchandise. That's that's really sad. It's one of those shows. It's like, do like, and I'm one of the vocal fans of that show. It's like if you actually spent some money or time promoting this show. Where do they shoot that? Uh, Ireland. Yeah. You know, I work with a bunch, a bunch of J1ers. You know what a J1 is? It's a visa you get when you're in school to come and work in the United States for either for a year or it could be just a summer. Right. So I got a bunch of Irish, uh, Irish kids working for us just for the summer. Oh, yeah, 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 because they come in for the summer. I remember yeah. that. when I, I, There was a restaurant that I worked in, that, like a couple of restaurants that I've worked in where it's just like we just get Irish yeah, so Irish girls for like the summer. We got boys and girls. One of them told me he was an extra, and into the bad lads. Nice. He was like, "Yeah, there was only like ten of us, and when we watched the episode, there was a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They make a. They do a lot with with very little. Like oh they make God. it. They make. That's the other thing about that show is they make the scale of that show seem a lot bigger than it is. But all the sets are so beautiful. The sets, the costuming. I love that show. I love. I, I. I. even. I love everything about that show. I gotta tell you the truth, but I just haven't had time to watch it. And I yeah. will. And I will. Yeah. Um. The Danny Wu was in Tomb Raider. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the main character in Tomb Raider. Uh, the, I mean, besides Laura Croft. Yeah. Was the the sidekick. Was that any? Was that? I mean, I, it was fun. Okay. It was clunky at times, storytelling wise. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's. But it was fun. I would expect that she was getting beat up a lot and then just running. I I liked it more than the Angelina Jolie, but that's not saying much. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's not saying anything. They rush you into the adventure, but once you're in the adventure, once you're in the adventure, like you you believe it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I will watch another. I'll, I'll go to the theater next time. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, just, I, I won't just... I rented it, so I still give him some money. Uh, last night I saw Chips. It's on HBO, apparently. Yeah. Uh, more dick jokes than I expected. No, that's not true. It's yeah, that's chapter. not true. 
maybe the right amount of dick jokes that I expected. Exactly the amount of dick jokes that you expected. But you know what? It was a fun movie. I rewatched Justice League and I was just like, Why? I I, been, I was thinking about doing that because it's <laughs> it's available free and then I was like, the roommate no. dad just walked in and just shaking his head. Uh, I I rewatched it because I wanted to like confirm my initial feelings about it. Shit, you know I didn't think it was shit. I just I just was just like, there are parts of this that are that I'm enjoying. It's just a mess. Listen. And the same thing when I watched exactly. it again. I was like, there are parts of this that are enjoyable, and the rest is just a mess. It's so forced and rushed, man. Yeah. We, we, we had, like, what, six, seven movies before we got Avengers? Yeah. And just stop it. Just stop it. Stop introducing, like, they introduced, what, three new characters? Yeah. In the movie. And Dude, made us care it's like, about, and made you're, us you're, want. You're, you're, you're not going to catch up with Marvel. Oh, my God. Just, just take the time. Just, 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 just accept that you're not gonna catch up. No, because you started late. <laughs> yeah, you started way late. And just keep, and just, and just, just do your stuff. Do your, yeah. And yeah, I, they're uh, still gonna. <laughs> and also, they, <laughs> yeah, because they keep having a, 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 a Dan just popped and to say Joaquin that they just a walking thing. I mean, it's what it, it well, doesn't matter. Joker, it doesn't the other matter. Guy's gonna have another Joker. Like yeah. they're gonna have multiple Jokers. Like they do in the comic books, and when it does, oh, then it doesn't really. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, comics. Also, I know wait, you I just bought. I wanted a, to say one more time. Yeah. About Justice League, that director is not allowed to use the color red <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Zack Snyder. He <laughs> is not allowed to use the color red to tell a story. <laughs> ever, 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 ever again. It's just, oh my god! At one point, I wish I was wearing like tinted glasses just to see another color, like blue blockers or some shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, so you were gonna say about something else that? No. Uh, I have, no, I haven't been reading. You've bought books. a bunch of and haven't read any. No, I, I have comic <laughs> books that I have like piles that I haven't read. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna. I don't think. I'm, I don't know if. I'm not gonna. <sighs> This is hard because I hate making pronouncements. For the foreseeable future, I will no longer buy hard copies of individual uh, comics. Um, once in a while, I'll get a trade, or I think I'm going to get start getting trades, or I'm going to start wholeheartedly going digital, maybe by the end of the summer when I can afford a new iPad or some shit, which isn't that expensive anymore, but I just haven't thought of it. Uh, so... Yeah, man, I just, it's just too much to catch up with. It's, it feels like a burden when I don't. Like, I, I, I end the first couple of weeks when, that I didn't, I just felt really shitty and bad about myself. Yeah. It, it becomes an addiction that, that, more than yeah, an enjoyable yeah, yeah. thing. You know what? You know, it's funny. I mean, aside from not being able to afford it, that's why I stopped. I was down to, like, maybe three titles that I was buying yeah. monthly, and then I just stopped because I was just like, this, this, isn't, this isn't working. I also consume the stories better when they're close together as opposed to when they're, yeah, you know, like when, when they're like a month apart. Like, okay, I can, you know, I'll read these 30 pages in a month. No, let me just wait. I enjoy I'm, Saga more in general. When, when I've read Saga in individual and when I've read Saga in, pay, in trades, I've always enjoyed it more in trades. Yeah. Yeah, Saga, I've definitely enjoyed I, I, You know what? It's interesting. I I ha have a feeling, although I don't know. I just I have a weird gut feeling that that's the 
the industry at some point is going the comic book industry uh, in general i think at some point is just going to shift into we're going to the the comics are going to come out less often yeah but they're going to be released as like they're either i don't think they're going to do full trades i'm predicting that you're going to see in the next couple of years you're going to see partial trades be what I don't I don't it's gonna be story arcs I mean and there's still more people there's still people buying them I'm not gonna make or break the industry right but yeah yeah, yeah. but like I I know people that are reading Man of Steel and that's a weekly right now yeah is that Bendis is that what it is maybe I don't know and they're like oh so one week they'll be like oh it's great next week ah this one was boring next week oh it's pretty good next week ah I'm not sure like and it's just like I I just all right I'm not reading it I don't find Excuse me, I don't find Superman interesting to read regardless. I never have. But but I think I think just just even financially, uh I was spending a lot of money. I could say that I could afford it because I it, it it I I could have at the time and I still can, but yeah, I'm only making more money. Uh no, it's like financial there was a point where it was where there was a point in a different job where financially it, it hurt me more. Yeah. This job, not at all. Like, it's just a, a baby. I, I just, I have to wait. I just want to read them. I just, I wait until I have, like, a windfall month. Yeah. And then I just buy a shit ton of trades. Yeah. All just, in, like, one sitting. I've been, I think the digital thing that's also, like, attracting me to it is. The digital, I mean, it's going to shift. I think what you're going to see is gonna it's going to shift more digital. And the print stuff is going to sh- shift to almost entirely trades. I think just, just financially, I, I think that's a, a better idea. Only because, like, and I also think it's, it'll, it'll probably cost them less to produce. I mean, to, yeah, because you're not printing paper. You yeah. Make, you make one digital copy, and then what? it, it, it basically costs nothing to duplicate e- even, it. No, but even the trades, I think, would cost less they will. to put out. Especially if you're subsidizing it with the, with the print. Yeah, I mean, with the with the digital. But the thing about digital that I also always loved is that you can go frame by frame. You don't have to see the whole page at once. And I don't have the best. I still haven't it. adjusted to that. Well, you you don't have to read it that way. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, and I don't have the best eyes in the world. Uh, <laughs> they're not the worst either. You know, they fall somewhere in between. But they they like it better on a nice glossy digital. Like I won't read it on my phone. I'll read it at an appropriate size to iPad. Yeah, you know that's the way I see. I've it. read them on my laptop, and it's it's uh yeah. I mean, on a laptop, it's not great. On a on a on a tablet, it actually works a lot. Tablets better. are it's it's that's the really the only way I've read them is on tablets. Yeah, and you know this isn't gonna be my first foray. Actually, when Marvel started uh, giving the codes, uh, I remember I used to buy them. Take the code and put it into the 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 tablet. Yeah, and then put put the comic back into the board uh, the board and back, <laughs> and then never touch the comic again. Yeah, so I was only getting the physical so I can get the digital. Huh. Uh, which is fine because at the time I thought I was going to be a collector. Yeah, yeah. I started you know I got a divorce, moved around, moved to a smaller apartment. You know, then realized I can't keep all these comics with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Nor do I care about it. Nor do I care about the fact that I don't have episode 
I mean, the fifth comic book and AVX. And not even that real AVX, just the AVX where there was just two characters fighting each other <laughs> not telling the story at all. Yeah. Like, you know, I became, I, I just became, whenever I get into him, I become, a, when I'm there, I just, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. Now, I, I'm okay with buying one after I finish reading one. Yeah. Because you can go into the app and say, oh, I finished reading this one. Now I will, I'm ready to buy this one. And maybe by the time you go back to it, that one will cost less money because yeah. it's a week or two best. But like, just going into a comic shop and and leaving with twelve books every Wednesday, uh, there just wasn't space. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe no, 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 no. I feel I bad mean, about it sometimes, you know. I I, I kind of do too, but but like the way I read in trades is just like, all right, I'm gonna bulk up, and this is gonna be like the next. Two months or so, uh, and I haven't done it in a, in a long while because of like financial reasons. Yeah, and and now I really like pick and choose when I'm reading. Like I have, uh, there's a couple of books that I'm just like these. Are, this is fantastic. I'm gonna follow this until. But, but like in your in your job, you have sometimes hours like an hour here and there of downtime, but but nowhere to. But like you have to find somewhere to spend it because you don't want to leave the neighborhood that you might be working in, right? Not not really anymore. I find that most of my downtime is unless I'm actually like done done for the day. Yeah. I mean uh, not, not done done like downtime when you're still in the city. Uh no because I I've, I've found that the majority majority of my time the now travel? is travel. Yeah. Okay. Which what I'm trying to do uh, so is, this this is an off my conversation <laughs> is this uh, is uh, trying to uh, get more clients but clients that are grouped to closer together yeah so that I can distribute myself and uh, employees more efficiently all right so I bring this up because I just wanted to say that I have found that when I am when I need to wait for something. And I'm near a Barnes and Nobles. I can really eat like two or three trades and just <laughs> put them back on the shelf. <laughs> yep. It's that simple. There's yeah. ways to read them, guys. Yeah. Not even like libraries, like Barnes and Nobles. You could, nobody's going to tell you you can't sit and read those comics. Yeah. As long as you find a chair. Now they don't want you in the aisles anymore. Yeah. I understand. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've, when, when, when Chance broke his and leg, it, I read like three uh, trades of, um, of The Runaways, the original run. And if I like it enough, I'll come back and I'll buy it. Like, <laughs> or I'll come back and finish it. Yeah. Like either way, there's ways to consume it. Yeah. But, but if you're traveling all the time, shit, definitely pays to have a tablet with a bunch of comics loaded on it. Yeah. Because they're not as heavy. The tablet I have sucks. That's that's. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. That's why I need a new one. Yeah. But my tablet isn't as heavy as ten ten books. Yeah, that's which true. Is like what I was carrying all the time. Yep. <laughs> I still have some in my book bag right now. <laughs> I didn't bring my book bag today, but I still have some, even though I, like I haven't. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll get to these. I'll get to these. I'll get to these. And now, now that I'm not working in an office, I have to negotiate my train time because I need to listen to podcasts too. Like I have, yeah. I have multiple. When I was working in an office, it was so easy to keep up with all these addictions. It's really now weird. That I'm on my feet again. It's really weird uh, to treat some comic books and like podcasts as like. Uh, something you need to do is like it used to be. It's like I don't, you don't need to do anything, but oh it becomes like this weird compulsion that you Jesus need to do Christ. it. If, I don't <laughs> if the new episode of Bodega Boys or or like Fan Bros comes out and I haven't heard it yet, like I, I start itching. I'm like, damn, when can I fit it fit it in? And then I'm like, oh, walk the dogs. It's 15 minutes. All right, I get 15 minutes in. And then do you know I'll what I found? Do, do, do you know minutes. what I found is 
the actual like episodes of uh, as far as like the Fanboros network yeah. is it the actual Fanboros shows I am semi caught up on. And then I, I don't listen to Slam because I'm just not a, enough of a wrestling fan. I listen to it once in a while because it's funny. It, just when it just comes on. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of them I'm incredibly backlogged on. All Our Bars? I'm back on All Our Bars. But the main Fan Bros show I'm not back on. I just heard the interview. Uh, no, that was too, too. So last week, this week was just him and Tatiana talking. And the one before that, they had Bootsy Riley on. Uh I want to see that movie. I haven't. It, oh, yeah, it comes I really out this. See it. it comes out this weekend. Yeah. Yes. You know. You know how it's been. You know what the last two movies that I've seen in theaters are. I think you wouldn't be able to guess. I saw one yesterday, and I saw one two weeks ago. Uh, I think you told me the one you saw. Well, I uh. mean, just try to guess it just from knowing me without what I told you. Uh, Incredibles, maybe. No, I've never even seen the Incredibles one. Okay. Um. I think you'll never get it, but I, I, you can try. I don't even know what's out. <laughs> I'll tell you. The last two movies that I saw in the theaters are the RBG documentary and the Fred Rogers documentary. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and I don't know why it just ended up working that way, but like, I went to the movie theater, and I want to see other things, but I also want to learn about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because she's badass. Yeah. And I do. Yes, I would like to be your neighbor. Yeah. I, I'll get to that. I know. You should I, watch those. They're in the theater now. You can wait till they're on iTunes or whatever. Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna watch the Mr. Rogers one. I have, I have no desire to watch the the, the RBG. Yeah, oh, the RBG one is great. Well, she's still alive. I'm, she's fucking badass. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm just she's whatever. notorious, dude. Yeah, I know. Notorious, <laughs> she is. Wait, we can't clear that. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> not, not enough people. <laughs> yeah, enough really, people really. The, the, yeah. Even even if there were, you, you really think that the 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 estate of, of Big Smalls is gonna is gonna oh, try? No, I think Puffy got that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure. I'm sure we have enough assets that they will come after us. Well, I don't know, man. I got I got some cute dogs. <laughs> I mean, we have cute dogs too. But you yeah. might try to take my dogs. Imagine Pete Diddy. My name is Puffy. I mean Diddy. I mean. Oh, whatever. I'm going to stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so is there anything? I think we've covered everything. We've covered a, pleth- a plethora. Yeah, a plethora, yes. Because as I haven't seen it in a while, so there was a bunch of stuff that like we had to discuss. I saw a trailer yesterday for something that looks like it's superheroes. but It is superheroes, but it's not in any universe, and it looked really cool. What it was, was it? Te- I forget the name. It's a bunch of teenagers that are basically mutants or humans or whatever the fuck you want to label them. And the world is scared of them, but they band together. And this black, young black girl is like the lead, and she's like the Neo. And, you know, the white, there's a, a young white guy who's her Morpheus kind of introducing her to the world or whatever. And that's, you know, that's, it looked kind of cool. What was some this? powers involved and shit. I, I don't what, remember the name. Okay. Was I it a movie or a TV show? <laughs> um, no, movie, movie, movie. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Coming to theaters soon, apparently. There's there's a couple of those that are just like vague like what is this? Yeah. This is based on a something. I don't know what it is. It's based on a something. I want to see um I want to see Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. Uh I want to see I'm going to try to see Ant-Man and the Wasp maybe tomorrow. But see, tomorrow when I go to the theater, I'm going to look at Ant-Man and the Wasp and I'm going to look at Sorry to Bother You and I'm going to see which is the most convenient one. Yeah. Cuz I want to see both. Uh besides that, yeah. I don't know, man. It's summertime. I want to be outside. Yeah. That's also what's been preventing me from this. Like, I want to go outside and do things because that's, that's a thing that I do. Yeah, man. Outside's been fun. I'm, I've been to the park recently, the beach, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Love it. 
So go outside. Go outside. Yeah, concert. There's like free concerts. There's even like free nerdy stuff if you go looking for it. Like, dude, there's definitely. Yeah. So go do that. You still listen to this podcast and do that. Yeah, because you know what you could do? You could take the podcast with you to the park. Yeah. This is, once again, the number one podcast out of this apartment. (laughs) This apartment. (laughs) Yeah. You you guys, we are number one. We are number one. Is number one. Um,. I don't care about uh, about Loot Crate anymore because you guys didn't contact us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all I got to say. Uh, Jamie, uh, how are you spending? What, what's Before we leave, just what, yes. what's something you like? You're, uh, what do you want to do? What do I want to something do? Something you're looking forward to right now. Oh, uh, huh. I mean, I'm looking forward to going outside. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be going hiking in the next two weeks or hiking so. Hiking is amazing. I love. Yeah, hiking. I love going out hiking, and I may or may not be having people over here in, if not next week, then the following week. And I'm well, kind guys, of excited if, about. If you listen to this episode, you are officially invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? I w- I am excited. Some random <laughs> nerd. It's <laughs> like, how did you even figure out where I live? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the trajectory. I heard the sound. And yeah, yeah. Side I, I triangulated <laughs> somehow. I found uh, your your ISP. <laughs> I'm excited for more concerts in the park because I've been enjo- really enjoying them. I am excited. I saw Super Chunk. I didn't know who they were. Now I'm a Super Chunk fan. Yeah. That'll happen. <laughs> I just saw them. And I just walked. <laughs> That'll <out>. happen. <laughs> um, uh, I'm ex- I'm going to New Orleans in September. You know that. Yep. Very excited about that. I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna excited s- about that because I'm gonna watch Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because you say it. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for you to watch it, so you, I, you can, so you can see why it's such a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So, and I'm also excited. I, I think I want to try to do. Uh, maybe I'll speak to you once more before I leave, but what I want to do is try to m- recreate something and have a cloak and dagger tour. Okay. Okay. While I'm in New Orleans. Like sure. Like all the places they were. Why not? I don't know. All right. So the name of the movie I was talking about just before we leave okay. <laughs> is The Darkest Minds. You got to see this trailer. Okay. All right. So everybody go watch The Darkest Minds trailer, uh, and I'll show it to Jamie right when we're done. It's okay. in theater August 3rd. Bye. Huh?